0: guys welcome back to a brand new episode of the best you nation with both your hosts here finn and adler
1: hey 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 guys what's up finn my guy my friend how you doing
0: i'm doing good man i'm here with you today we're doing a brand new episode in season i believe this is season 15 and i'm super excited that we get the opportunity to get a episode in because obviously each week we try to launch an episode and I've been noticing that more and more as we continue to grow, more and more people are realizing that what we're talking about is game changing. It's giving us an opportunity to truly prosper and becoming the better version of ourselves. So uh, I'm excited, man. It's a new opportunity to be the best version of ourselves. First question for you, though, is how are you, man? How's life? looks like you're back at home, I think, right? Maybe so.
1: Yes, I'm I'm back home, actually. Um, it is my, uh, as you can see, for those of you guys who can tell, I'm in my childhood bedroom. And um, it's my mom's birthday um, this upcoming week. They're having like a party and stuff. And then I'm also here to celebrate in town for my friend's wedding. So awesome. uh, we have a lot of events going on the next couple of weeks. So uh, I look forward to it. And I'm I'm really excited to be home. At least, at least uh, I don't have to be so far away. You know, it True. does feel also... like. I'm no, just... I was just
0: gonna say you get to experience. I'm sure you miss the heat, and you're getting a little taste of a reminder of what it was like down here in Florida.
1: Yeah, I I definitely do have a reminder. I mean, I, I don't mind it. I just literally worked, uh, like, did a walk outside and everything, so it doesn't True. bother me in the least. I'm a Florida boy through and through. It is what it is.
0: Yeah. A well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, dude. It's definitely been a, it's, I mean, it's hot. I feel like summers are always like this. It just seems hotter than normal. But um, so, you know, last week we did an episode and we talked about, you know, we talked Why? about, well, at the end, sort of kind of the end, we kind of dropped uh, a little, uh, a little nugget of what to expect. And I feel like it was a perfect way to exit out of the episode and talking about how and the word why and what, just like the way that we question things, right? And I think that one of the things that people do, and chime in at any time, I think is people tend to ask why, but they use why in the wrong context. And when I say that, I don't mean, okay, like why... Uh, in a negative way, it's more so creating an anxiety inducing approach. So we talked about how does the word, well, I guess I use the how, but how versus why and how the word, how, like how come is less stress inducing for an individual. So I don't remember exactly how it kind of like produced like the, the conversation, but, Oh yeah, it was when you were asking me you should have you should have a why. Like like and and I told you I don't really like having a why because you don't really know what to expect when you're asking yourself the question why. So, with that being said, the re- the the main thing that I want to ask you first is first and foremost, what is it about the word why that sparks you to be driven because I know sometimes we talk about this, but I feel like you like the word why. What is it about the word why or the when you question or when you have that you kind of subjectify it, like making it like what what is your why? Why does Adler, or let me say it like this, how come does Adler like the word why? And you can use it however you'd like to to describe the word the word as why you like it so much. And I know it sounds like a silly question, but I have a purpose for it Uh,
1: the way you phrased it was a little odd but i know i um, I know i'm sorry but like so here's my thing why why to me it allows you to question what's going on here why allows you to just the simple act of just asking why allows you to question how did you get here and so it forces you to uh, in some situation forces you to analyze Like within yourself, like, all right, what am I doing wrong? What, what, what can I do from this point on? And, you know, so on and so forth. And that's kind of like where why comes into play for me is just to kind of see, all right, what's the better, what's the better thing I can do? How can I do it better? And why do I want to do it better? And if there's a good enough, like, incentive to change, then, you know, I'm willing to adapt and change and to move from my last position. But um, that's that's something that you also got to be really mindful of is when you say why, sometimes you can fall in the pits of saying, well, why did this happen to me? Why does all these why do all these things always happen to me? Why do I always happen to be near when this and that like at the end of the day, you have to be able to understand and question, you know, don't question, you know, no, don't question per se, like why things happen, but more so just question like, all right. Well, this happened, you know, what could I have done better? Or what could have I seen differently? Something along those lines.
0: So, okay. So the reason why, okay, with everything you said, right? The reason why I had brought up why versus how come. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you a question. Why did you go traveling, right? If I ask you that question... Why did you go traveling? Why did you become a travel nurse?
1: Uh, Well, the and I, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but I became a travel nurse, one, to get a chance to travel off of the States. That's for, first and foremost. And second, um, I knew that from a financial aspect, this would be the most beneficial thing for me at this time. And because I've understood that, and I understood the time I got into travel nursing and with COVID and everything, it was probably one of the better times to get in, and um, that's just one of those things that, like, I felt like once I I got into it, like I haven't regretted it. Like, you know, there's been some areas that I I, I like more than most, or I hate more than most, but still, nonetheless, like I've the whole entire nursing field and and everything has been a byproduct of, um, you know, being curious enough to get out of my comfort zone. And that was one of the big things for me as well, is I got out of my comfort zone and I was forced to live in different areas, different situations, and face all these different things. And it also helps along my path in order to develop financial stability and security.
0: So for my test, it failed. So for the the test. It was no, test. I didn't know no, it was no, test. But it was, no, but you, you proved to you. So you proved that why does not bother you in the sense of how the question is asked. So the reason why talking about today, like, or why we're talking about this is because the word why, when it's asked in a question, at least for me, when I interpret it is sometimes it comes off as a very defensive or offensive approach. So I could have been like, why though? Why, why are you doing that? Why what what why are you doing travel nursing? You could be working at a local hospital. And sometimes what we do is, and I and I think this is the part that I think gives me like just this like kind of the wrong uh the wrong vibe between how come and why is that when you ask a question to somebody that in, in entails like the word why or the question why. You sometimes push people into this mindset of you're questioning me, or you are, you're questioning my integrity, you're questioning my value, you're questioning. Like it's, it's it's it makes them more defensive and more, uh, I guess agitated. And I've noticed when I've been asked why, like why did you do that? Like when your parents asked you, like why did you do that? Like I talked to Phoebe when she, you know, I know she's a dog, but I still give her those lectures. It's like, why would you do, why did you do that? Why did you miss the pad? Why did you, I don't know. It it could be like, why did you chew through your leash? And for some odd reason, she just knows like, oh, dad's saying why doesn't, it's not a good thing. He's saying why, and I'm not trying to dumb it down to my, you know, to our dog. But my point is that the word or the questioning of with why sometimes can be a bit misleading. So you proved that you can ask why, right? But mm-hmm. sometimes this is I guess the big thing is the interpretation of why did you become a travel nurse. It's still a very punctual, very I don't want to say aggressive, but it's semi-aggressive of a way to saying like what was your rationale? What was your reasoning? It's a very questioning approach. So this is kind of something that I got from my dad because he stopped using why Years ago, and said, "How come did you? Okay. How come did you steal? Or how come did you disrespect your mom? Or how come did you not get your room cleaned up?" So it's very authoritative. It's more method methodological meth, method. Me, wow, holy cow! Can't even use my words today. Method. Oh my god, there's more of a method approach. Sorry, I can't. I can't say the yes. word. So what I'm trying to get at is, is when I hear, "How come did you get your room? How come did you not clean your room? Or how come is your room not clean? or Why isn't your room clean? Why is your room not clean?" Versus, I
1: haven't been here in three months. That's why.
0: Oh, uh, I'm not actually asking you, really, but yes, that, that is pretty fun. It works. That works well because you hadn't been home in a minute. But, yeah, it's
1: been a, been a little
0: bit. It's been a little bit. I mean, honestly, how would you rather how would you respond if I said, why isn't your room clean, dude, versus how come is your room not clean? What sounds more welcoming? What's more like what would you respond to like more with less? Okay, I I guess it's I'm asking a question and trying to get a response from you that how you would respond, but it's like. I'd like to hear how you feel. Like, what is it that comes to my, oh, man, that's a very aggressive approach. Why are you questioning on me? Like, you're, you're, you feel interrogated when I'm asking about why your room isn't clean versus how come isn't the room clean? It comes off well, less.
1: I mean, it could, it could just be because I'm insecure about it. And because I'm insecure, um, you make the comment just kind of taps into a level of insecurity that I wasn't ready for.
0: Okay. So what about why did you not get a job? How come have you not got a job?
1: Same thing? Um, Same approach? Yeah, pretty much. Like, I, like, How is it that you don't have a job yet? Oh, well, I don't have a job yet because I have one. I, my job over it. You know, whatever, whatever. So,
0: <laughs> this was making this conversation very interesting. And, and it's kind of like we're just really just balancing a very like from one question to another very and kind delicate, of comparing. Situation. But what I'm trying to kind of dive into here is that sometimes I feel like we are very, very prone to misinterpreting how people question us. So like, for example, like, uh, why haven't you started nursing school? You know, I've gotten that question before and it's like, well, honestly, why are you coming at me with this question? Because it's really not up to you or it's not up to anybody. It's my race that I have to run. Um, that has been a real response for me. And the reason why I think that it's important to kind of identify how we respond. I guess the idea is like sometimes anxiety is something we neglect to talk about. And I think on a lot of on, on different levels, our anxieties trigger from how we communicate to one another. So if I came in, a, a, came to you and said, why didn't you do this? Or why are you not being more, uh, why are you not being more proactive on Instagram Adler? Now, that's ironic because you're definitely much more proactive than I am, but it would be very like, oh, okay, now you would probably start questioning yourself. So it makes you feel some kind of way or like it. it, And that's that's kind of where I'm getting at. It doesn't necessarily have to be anxiety. It could be the fact that is he questioning me? What what, what did I do? What is it that I did wrong? And so how does that entail, though, with being the best version of yourself? So you said it earlier. It's about being insecure. So this kind of can tie into that kind of that subject matter of, I think, would you agree that most people who have a hard time with interpreting a question, whether it be how or why, do you think that people respond to it from a sense of insecurity or they just don't really know how to interpret the way that something might be questioned?
1: I think that in some cases, definitely insecurity, because if, if you ask why, and it's something that you're sensitive about, then you're more than likely to push back or fight back or say, um, you know, I didn't do this because X, Y, and Z, and it's not maybe my fault, da, 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 da. but you only get that defensive when there's something to defend.
0: Right. But if you notice in a lot of court of laws, they don't say, how come? They always say, why? Yep. they like why why were you out on the night of the 5th not how come so it's like do you feel like we use do you think that as humans we try to approach situations with a more interrogating more aggressive approach because we are insecure of, of our own situation and we prefer to bring people to that same level to create a more emotional balance between two people who are communicating? I know it sounds like a really weird question, but the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I feel like I had a hard time hearing the question why, like a lot, because, you know, why are you doing that? Why did you not come home on time? Like I got those questions a lot and it was a very, there's a very, like, it's a heavier negative approach to just asking a question and it can be misinterpreted. Now, of course looking back on like, why are you not back by the streetlights? I'm not like freaking out or stressing out. But there are people who struggle with anxiety. There are people who struggle with response. There are people who struggle with having a conversation with somebody because we have insecurities. So I guess the overall message is more so just kind of focusing on a, a form of communication and when you're growing specifically, and whether that is you know your education, your relationships, uh, and you you know what? Let me ask you. Let me ask you this. Do you ever, when you talk to, uh, and I don't, you can ask this. You know, I mean you can answer this however you would like to. When you and Abby have a conversation about something, do you ever question like with that why approach? What and when that could be like in a in just a you know a spousal argument or something that you guys are discussing or you guys didn't agree on something do you approach it and again you can answer it however you'd like to however comfortable you feel with it, um, do you feel like you you guys either one of you guys use why to kind of I don't really I don't want to say interrogate but more so kind of egg on that other person. And if it does, what is usually the response from that? Do you feel like you guys are more upset with each other? Do you feel like you are uh, frustrated in the situation? Is there anything that gets resolved from it? And again, um, answer however you feel. It, it does, this is not like so, a, you um, have to answer it. i just more so just curious because that is something that is used a lot this, for the why
1: in relationships. This, this, I don't mind asking why. Asking why is never an issue. And like, let's say if you ask why, and then all of a sudden it leads to an argument, I'm cool with having an argument, and <laughs> as long as we both understand that we're arguing, arguing for a purpose, and not just arguing for the sake of arguments. So as long as we understand that, hey, we're both in this together, and we're not going to argue for the heck of arguing. We're going to protect one another, and we're going to have each other's backs. And that's kind of like the approach that I really, honestly, um, have. Just trying to, you know, do my absolute best and um, be the best version of myself. And uh, sometimes that consists of questioning and sometimes that consists of listening. So just kind of pray for discernment and you just, you know, wait for, you know, God's answers.
0: That's a good good approach. Good approach.
1: I just wanted to ask because, like, I feel Um, like sometimes, what's that? You, so let me... Let me ask you this you never ask Cassandra why ever.
0: Uh,
1: um
0: <laughs> I got to think about that. Um I think I'm guilty of saying like why what I I would I would ask her. Babe? Am I guilty of questioning you with why? Okay, I don't know. If- Anybody could hear that on the, on the mic, but or I don't know if you heard that. So no. it kind of just depends on the situation. And I mean, I'm guilty as charged. I mean, yes, I think that we naturally respond or question with why, depending on a situation. So yes, I guess. Yes. I mean, there's no, there's no jumping around that one, but it's like, I guess it's more of a practice approach. Like my dad's been, my dad used to say why all the time. And he like, doesn't even say why I've tried to get him into saying why and he won't say why. And like the other day, just for example, I was What's that?
1: Tell them a knock knock joke. Tell them a knock knock joke. Yeah. Knock knock. Oh, I don't get it. (laughs) Who's there? You say knock knock. Who's there? Why? Why who? You say, oh, see your question. (laughs) Okay. Oh. Hey, and then I'm more just saying, like, hey, a uh, win's a win. <laughs> hey, a win's a win. You know,
0: it's, the, win is it's a, a, a a win. he He's a type of person though. Like, and this is this is a conversation I had with my dad the other day. I was I was Ubering, and I didn't have a call. And him and I just kind of had this conversation, and we were talking, and he said, "How come don't you look at these options, like as far as schooling?" And I said, "No, that, that that's a great that's a great idea." I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe, you know, there's people out there who are listening to this and they're probably like, you know, I I agree with Adler, you know, why is an important approach. And then I also can agree with Finn, how, like, how come can be more welcoming and it's less not, I don't want to say less demeaning. It's just has a very, it's a little less, it's less aggressive. It's just doesn't to me, at least that's in my approach. So this is like a very open dialogue. I don't even, there's no real true. Like, I mean, there's a centerpiece and that's talking about how and why, the way that those two are both heard. I personally just hear when I hear why you're really kind of coming out an interrogate from an interrogative approach, you're questioning me. Uh, and it's like, you know, I think that's also kind of embedded in our minds from school. Like, why didn't you, uh, why didn't you get to class on time? Or like your parents would ask you like, why is your room not clean again? It's just like, I think that that kind of was something that was molded into my mind but then as yep. I got older, I realized that approaching things from a more positive, connotative approach, like asking how come there's this more value. in I like how much like, OK, so well, maybe that's just the way I think about it now. Like, how much is that? We put a value to something, right? When you say how much is yes. this or how much and would you only, buy?
1: Go for it. Um, and only you can determine the true value of something because it's. You're the beholder and beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? And I right. think I used this quote the other day, is that you can buy water at the gym for $2. You can buy water at the um, airport for 6 bucks. You can buy water at um, like Starbucks. You can buy water at any point in time. And the water is value is just depends on who it's around. So the moral of the story is not to get a whole bunch of water, but the moral of the story is that Water, water's value depends on who it's around. So if you don't feel like you're valued or you don't think like you're important enough, then you need to change your surroundings and hang out with new people. And then you'll find what you're looking for. Yeah, not for sure.
0: I mean, again, this is kind of why I thought today. I mean, it's, it's a very simple, there's nothing really like, there's no deep, deep like meaning behind this conversation. I actually more so just like felt like Talking about your approach, it's kind of like the the Christmas versus Thanksgiving approach. Like you would prefer to celebrate Christmas, or sorry, Thanksgiving, and you're like, you look at me like, bro, you just literally went from celebrating Halloween, pack it all up, and now you're you're already you skip Thanksgiving, went straight to Christmas. It's like,
1: yeah, well, and, it's it's because you it's you're skipping right over it. Like it means it's not like we like like skipped the, it. It's uh, not we didn't skip you, it. We we still you know celebrate you're not it. To have things- you're not allowed to have Thanksgiving dinner because you don't even value it. That's what, okay? That's not I'm true. I'm revoking your Thanksgiving.
0: That's not true. I'm
1: revoking your Thanksgiving.
0: You're going to have to fly from Westford. Well, I don't even know where we're going to be. You're going to have to come over here and stop us then.
1: no idea where I'm at, but I'm making sure I'm taking your plate because Sandra's the only one eating. Okay. <laughs>
0: okay. Now I I will say, man, like, honestly, you know, here, here's a twist. Here's a twist of the, of the whole situation. So yes, this whole time I've kind of been talking about how and why. Here's where why I feel like is a very important time to ask why. So I might even throw the word what in there. What are your goals, right? Like, What are your goals? So I guess for me, when I think about how somebody asks me a question, it, again, yeah. it's kind of a part of that discernment. I figure that like, when people approach a situation, um, the word "why" has is sometimes used out of context. So, like for me personally, when I hear like, "Okay, like yes, what is your why?" Sure, I can answer that question. That's not a hard question, and you're not uh, you're not asking me a, a like a, you're not going to create you're not going to re- get me, me to rebound with a defense. You're going to get me to answer your question with, "Well, my why is." So my why yep. is like your mission statement. But when you're asking a question with the word why, I don't think you're asking for a mission statement when you're questioning whether or not you cleaned your room or not, or why it didn't get done. So when you're asking the word why, what is your why? You're asking for what, like a solid point as to like your purpose. So that is why, like, okay, look, now I just keep saying Why? that is why I wanted to talk about this because why is used in so many ways that most people use it out of context, which then creates this anxiety because now you have this, well, I don't know. Are you asking about my purpose? Or are you asking about, um, are you trying to interrogate me? Well, or are you trying to create a, are you trying to propose a point here and, let me, uh, let,
1: go for it. Let me add this. Let me add this caveat. you and I had a private discussion and I told you that you have to have a moment of desperation. You have to create that desperation. And when you create that desperation, you're forced, but you're only forced one direction to go and that's up and you find a way to level up. So Mm -hmm. you have to create some form of desperation in order for you to level up. And what ends up happening is um, your why the reason why you started is the reason why you're going to continue going on. So it's not, that's that's the, um, I think that was the one thing that I did want to highlight. Having a why is that subtle difference between um, being disciplined and being motivated. Motivation is this feeling. It's this feeling that's always fleeting and trying to get away from you. It's like a cat. You you call it? It doesn't come to you. It only comes to you when it feels like it. Motivation comes and goes, but discipline discipline is what keeps you going. You ask yourself, "Why am I doing this?" And your "why" is power enough to force you to continue doing what you got to do. Like I I know. Do you know? Um, and I don't think it's 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 bad to share this. But you remember Jean Demain. the men the men, yes the men. So um, for those of you guys that don't know, um, we used to work with a guy, um, Haitian guy, and um, he used to call himself the man. And he's like, I am the man. You want to know why? Does. Because I do so many things. And so like that's, that's, just, that's, that's just, you know, Jean's thing. And one of the things that he shared with me, right, when he first came into the United States, he worked a job at Winn-Dixie. He worked Winn-Dixie all throughout nursing school graduated nursing school, and finished nursing school, got in a, a job as a nurse. He had his wife back in Haiti. He had to find a way to get her to come to the States and to buy um, like uh, buy land so they could build a home. So he worked at papka and he worked at Central Florida Regional Hospital, and he worked six days a week with only one day off for three years. And in those moments when he was tired, he remembered, why am I doing this? in the moments where he didn't feel like it he remembered why am i doing this in the moments that he forgot about like his family who am i doing this for why it's for them and he was able to work those consecutive days raise enough capital and purchase a home and put a nice down payment in a up and trending area in us now understanding that he has three kids and he needs to continue growing he went back to school and put himself through nurse practitioner school and now he's graduated he's been a nurse practitioner now for three years and he's all the more happier and now he gets a little bit more time at home with his kids because he'll do seven days on and then he'll have off for seven days and it's funny because he worked seven days on, and I asked him like, "Don't you get tired?" And he's like, "I'm used to this. I was doing this in order for me to get the house," and <laughs> like, it's it's stories like this where you hear people just tapping into that 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 reservoir that that untapped energy that they're just like, "All right, it's time for me to take it to another gear, take it to another level," and they find a way to continue going and to continue pushing. And I think that's ultimately the 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 big difference and you know you can have motivation but that's always fleeting it's never going to be here when you need it it's like a cat but discipline discipline forces you to keep doing what you need to do until you find results
0: i don't have anything else to add to that i like oh, that yeah. and you know it 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 i guess to my point is that why why is interpreted by people differently And I agree with you why you have to have a, why you have to have a, why again, that is your mission, but you had said one thing earlier, one more thing I'm just add here. You said, uh, why am I doing this? So this is the misinterpretation that most people get with themselves is that self-talk that self vernacular. Why am I doing this? Because I need to do so-and-so versus why am I doing this? Like why? So people get in this mindset where why becomes self-attacking, the aggressive, that offensive, defensive approach causes that uncertainty. And that's kind of where I was getting at from the beginning is that people forget that why is not a bad thing. I'm not saying don't ask why, but knowing where the context of the word why is being used, which is why practicing saying how come, how come Am I here? Well, I'm here because A, B, and C. Now, I'm not saying dismantle the word why completely and never use why in the fact, like, oh, what is my why? What's my purpose? It's just knowing when to use why because oftentimes I feel like people use why in the wrong context, which then creates this simultaneous downpour of emotion, uh, mental uh, uncertainty, and don't necessarily align themselves back into the, okay, I have a job, I have a goal, I have a mission. So it goes from the, why am I here to why am I here? The way that we ask that question, it's that vernacular. It's the, it's the same question. It's just the tone. So that is, mm-hmm. I guess, the, the theme of the whole conversation is the tone between how come and asking the question why and even everything else yeah. in between from what and who and how and when. And, uh, yeah, that what, I guess, it it just kind of, it it just all depends on how we approach it. And John's story is a perfect example of what the word why had a positive impact. But then we think about our childhood when our parents used to scream at us and yell at us, like, why isn't your room ready? Why weren't you back by this time? It's very, it's like a decompressed situation. You feel like you're just like, oh, I did something wrong. versus oh, why am I here? I have a family to feed. I had to keep the lights on. I got to put food in my stomach. So now you're mission driven and you have a better Ooh. viewpoint. And, and uh, I guess that's kind of where I was trying to go with this conversation today is just like focusing on how we use the words and the questioning uh, between how and why and why it's such a mix and jumble of it's a melting pot of different approaches. But I don't want to continue too much longer. I feel like, you know, people are going to take this episode as it is. If you're out there listening to this, maybe ask yourself this question. Like, what is it that makes you think about the question how and why? Where do you use how? Where do you use why? Are you using in the right context? Maybe adjusting the way that you use the word why? Because, again, sometimes we use it in the way that it's a little bit more hurting to ourselves or to others versus it being a more positive approach, more connotated or positively connotative in the, in, and more beneficial for us. But if you're listening to this for the first time or you've listened to us before, sometimes we get on here, we just kind of talk and speak on our mind and whatever is going on. And again, this was kind of a runoff from last week. We kind of mentioned towards the end. Yeah. We just Um, kind of
1: build out uh, last week's episode, which, you know, I'm, I'm definitely appreciative because, you know, I think sometimes people ask, like, you know, and people ask me like, um, uh, with my watch right um, I have um, tons of people that um, I share data with and so I can see every person that works out and you know, I had um, somebody asked me the other day and she she said well how can you keep on going like how, how do you not get like bored how do you not get like unmotivated how do you not get depressed and so I was thinking to myself I was like I don't really get unmotivated or you know the discouraged or anything because I understand that I'm not working out in order to achieve a certain body weight or body goal. I'm working out in order to stay to maintain health, to stay healthy so that way I can one day have a family and I can be there for my family. I can one day be that dad that's like 50 years old, but he's still like, oh, he's 50 years old doesn't even look it. He's very active and very present and very, um, you know, m- meticulous on. How he interacts with his kids, and I think that's like the biggest thing. Um, like for me, um, I want to just stay consistent enough so that way I can make an impact on my children one day. And I know that by me, you know, doing the things that I do right now, this will be a, a huge help. And obviously, I know we're gonna we're closing because you know we we have to uh, you know end this on a high note and. For the sake of a high note, I just want to bring back, and we haven't done this in a while, but I just want to bring it back. Um, if you guys get a chance, this is me. This is a book by D. Finn Foster, the co-host of the Best You Nation. This is a good read, very strong, very passionate, and it just kind of um, it kind of just goes into the story of Finn, and just to give a little bit of encouragement and motivation to anyone worth listening. Uh, wanting to listen and know more about finn um i I would definitely recommend it um it was one of i actually read it last year and so i actually was thinking about um recycling it to this year i I have a goal to hit 15 books for the year and i think i'm gonna add that to my list i'm currently on book number five so i'm I'm like a month behind so i'm trying to make up right now that's okay Um, i got
0: less pages in my book than probably any other author so it'll be a little bit of an easier read
1: this will be there. This will be a, 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 a so nice... I got 140...
0: Show. I think it's 149 pages, but in those 149, 149 pages...
1: 149 pages, but it's very informational and you can pull something from a book every time. And like the through. one the one books that I continuously read over and over again, Think and Grow Rich. Um, the... Um, man, it's the it's David Goggins book, um, You Can't Hurt Me. And then... Um, the other one is, I'm trying to remember the name of it, it is Atomic Attractions. So I, I always recycle those ones. And those are always good books. It always gets my mind right, it always gets my mindset right. And um, I'm trying to be a little bit more vocal on my own process because, you know, a lot of people always ask me like, how do you stay motivated? How do you stay um, encouraged? Like. What are the things that you do? And these are just small things that I do, small nuggets that I do in my day-to-day life, just to make sure that I'm pushing it and I'm trying to be the best version of myself. Um, That being said, that's all I had to add. Um, I'm not sure if there's anything else you wanted to add, Finn.
0: No, other than keep an eye out on our Instagram, we got some cool stuff happening. We got uh, some some story feed stuff that we've just discovered. We've just discovered some cool things and, uh, yeah, I will be talking that's... to, I will be talking to our marketing team to work on getting some things going for the best you nation. And when I say that, uh, I mean that we got some cool things coming out and then obviously guys, uh, unfortunately, not even unfortunately, I made a really big move and I, I, uh, it's for my own personal, just, you know, who who the, who the hell cares? I'm going to say it just like it is. I, who the hell cares? I deleted my, I completely, dis, completely disabled and deleted my Instagram um, to prepare myself for a lot of different things. A school B, I really just didn't spend a lot of time on it anymore. And honestly, I want to be more proactive with our, our, you know, our Instagram. So it was also right. a very good health move since this year it has been really just like a game changing, uh, year for myself. And of course, as well as Cassandra together, we've been really kind of just focusing on mental mind, body, spirit, Emotional, spiritual, like all of it, like you name it. So we've been doing a lot of growth this year, and I feel like that was just something to add to it. Now, some people would disagree with me. They're like, "Ah, this is that was not good, or whatever." But I look at it as for my own personal, you know, I, I, we, we chose to do that, uh, us both actually. Right. But with that being said, you can follow us though at the Best Two Nation. You can continue to follow Adler yes. at twenty four hours a day on Instagram and on TikTok. You find all those videos there, workout videos, motivational videos, of course, as we
1: continue. We also are on YouTube, so you got to remember. I was saying, like that's what I'm saying, I'm
0: making time for things that are more important, which is our podcast. That's our platform. I want to spend time and really help build that. But in the meantime, guys, continue to uh, really listen to some of our most recent episodes. I know a lot of people have been kind of I feel like it's the other day we had a really like little little snippet of like seventy eight people in one day because I feel like we get waves of like the large listeners because obviously some of these episodes are heavy hitters. But this is what's that?
1: No, go ahead. I I, I was just gonna say that's just the power of consistency. You consistently keep producing and putting out content, people will come.
0: And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to let us know what you guys think. Um, We want to try to be more and more proactive with you guys. And growth doesn't happen by ourselves. It happens together. And uh, we we love you guys and we appreciate you. If there's anything else, Adler,
1: we're out. Nothing else. Have a good week. Be the positivity that you want. Take care.